Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! Please stand for the reading of the gospel. If you're going to follow on your scripture sheets, I have decided to include the verses that the lectionary people have chose to omit um, because there are some important things I want to lift up to you. So we are going to read Luke chapter 14, 1 through 14. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. Just then, in front of him, there was a man who had dropsy. And Jesus asked the lawyers and the Pharisees, Is it lawful to cure people on the Sabbath or not? But they were silent. So Jesus took him and healed him and sent him away. Then he said to them, If one of you has a child or an ox that has fallen into a well, will you not immediately pull it out on a Sabbath day? And they could not reply to this. When he noticed how guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host and the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. And you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. So last week, we had Jesus performing a healing miracle on the Sabbath. And when he did that, one of the things we learned is that Jesus broke six cultural norms of, uh, of society at that given point. He healed someone on the Sabbath. That someone happened to be a woman. He moved her into the middle of the synagogue. He not only talked to the woman, he touched the woman, and he changed the rules of how to live by. Okay, well, Jesus is at it today. Still, still breaking the norms of culture and the rules of society. And that's why you needed to hear the story that came before our gospel lesson. You needed to know what was going on and what the setup was. Because it's hugely a setup. Jesus is in the home of a Pharisee, and what day is it again? It's the Sabbath, exactly. So Jesus has been invited to a Pharisee's home on a Sabbath, and there's a man there that has dropsy, and what does Jesus do? He heals him. In a Pharisee's home on the Sabbath, he heals again. 
This is the seventh time in Luke's gospel, Jesus heals somebody on the Sabbath. Seven times, that number for completeness, seven times in Luke's gospel, Jesus heals people on the Sabbath. That is a huge message he's trying to get across to us. And a huge message he's trying to get across to the Pharisees. That they got it all wrong. They're all messed up. They're all so worried about their rules and regulations to live by. And Jesus says, holy cow, you've forgotten all about the people. You've forgotten that the people matter to God. And it's about people. Now, they have so set him up. The word is, they put in front of him a man with dropsy. Do you understand? There really isn't a good translation for that Greek word that they put somebody in front of him. It's kind of like this. You have a child. You've all done it. I know you have. Remember, you're in church. You have a child that's naughty, and you've had it to the nth degree with this child, and you take them by the arm or the scruff of the neck, and I know none of you would do that, and you plunk their bum right in front of you, and you say, you sit here because I'm going to watch you. Right? You know what I'm talking about. That's what they've done to Jesus. They've taken this man with dropsy, and they took him and they set him right in front of Jesus, and they put Jesus right in front of him of them because they want to see what he's going to do. It's the Sabbath. They know exactly what Jesus wants to do. They've set him up. They even go so far as to say so. We're watching you. Show us what will you do. And so they throw this trump card out to Jesus. Well, Jesus trumps them back. And he turns to me and says, look, how many of you, if you had a child or you had an ox and the child or the ox falls down a well on the Sabbath day, how many of you would rescue them? And what do they say? Nothing. Their lips are locked because they know they're stuck. They don't dare answer. Because if they answer Jesus and say, let my child hang out in that well for another 24 hours and then I'll go get them. How's that going to be received? Not well, is it? They're going to look like cold, callous, heartless, God-awful kind of people. So they can't say that. But if they say, all right, I'm going to go and rescue my child. I'm going to rescue my ox because I know that God is a merciful God and God will forgive me even though that's work on a Sabbath day. They can't say that because that's exactly what they're asking Jesus to do. And then they would have to agree with him. So Jesus flips the tables on him. Right? And then he gives them this story. And he wants to teach them. And the mistake that you and I make is that when we hear this story, we think that Jesus is teaching the Pharisees. That's not at all true. Well, sort of. But he's really teaching us. He has something to tell us about what our priorities are and, and, and what they should be and who they should be about. And that people matter to God. And if there's any given day, any day on God's green earth, the people should expect mercy and healing. For goodness sake, it ought to be on the Sabbath day. Right? Isn't that part of why you come to worship? Is you need to receive God's mercy and healing. We all do. So let's talk about the table. Let's say that we are setting before us a table that represents the people of all saints, okay? So it's kind of like we want this table to represent who we are as, as a congregation. So let's start with hmm, Mark Collier, council president. 
We'll put him right here. We'll consider this the head of the table, okay? And so since as council president, he's supposed to be kind of the voice and, and the leader of the congregation. He's supposed to be diligent in his prayer life and, and praying for you without ceasing. We'll put Mark here. On this side, we'll then put John Plank. John Plank is one of the charter members of the congregation. And, and he represents those in the congregation, maybe with the grayer hair, um, the more senior. Um, but also as somebody who's been here since its very conception and, and the ideas that were kicked around about this new budding church that would be in the middle of cornfields, if you can imagine it, some 29 years ago. On this side, let's say, well, we've got Mark Collier, we've got John Plank. Let's go ahead and put Julie Scoville, the council vice president. And then you might say, well, let's put the other officers and the council people. So we'll go ahead and put Mark Flumador and Bonnie and, and the rest of the council members. Well, let's go ahead and put Donna Plank, John's wife, next to him. After all, that would be etiquette that his wife could join him. And she, too, is a charter member, and she can represent the women of the congregation. And then maybe you're going to say, well, let's put the staff there. So we'll add Matt and, and Wanda and, and Pastor Lisa. But I bet you would have a conversation about whether or not Betty would be at the table because she's not really a member. She's just a staff member. And then you'd say, well, we've got other clergy in the congregation. Let's go ahead and put them at the table and then maybe the band and then eventually you would get down to the the Christmas and Easter the C and E people as we lovingly refer to them and then maybe just maybe you'd get to the children but odds are what you do with the children is you'd give them a table all by themselves kind of like Thanksgiving in the other room kind of deal you know and they'd wonder when do we get to graduate to be at the big people table that's how we would set the table that is not how Jesus wants us to set the table. Jesus comes this morning and he pulls a tablecloth out and he turns the table upside down and it's, it's, it's all different as Jesus sees it. And if you notice this morning, this is a round table. There is no head to this table. And everybody has an equal place. Regardless of who you are, regardless of, of how much money or how much money isn't in your pockets, whether or not you have a retirement account or not, God doesn't care. It doesn't matter what house you live in, whether or not you have one job, two jobs, no job, you're begging for a job. God doesn't care. God doesn't care what color your skin is. But God says very clearly, Jesus says very clearly this morning, that everybody has an equal share in the kingdom. And everybody has an equal right to receive the mercy of Jesus Christ. And everybody has an equal place at the table, regardless of who you are. Whether or not you are wealthy or poor, whether or not you are a pedophile or murderer or rapist or adulteress or alcoholic or drug addict or a struggling single mom, it doesn't matter. Because every single one of us, I don't care who you are, has something very broken that desperately needs healing. And if we don't include everybody at the table, you might find out that you would be the one who isn't allowed there. That's how big the grace is is it includes everyone, including you. Jesus calls us to think really hard 
about who we invite to the table and reminds us that at this table, everyone's welcome. Please pray with me. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by His love.